You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews, on a Fan Sunday edition of the podcast. Um, no, this is late. I am sorry. Just um, Friday and Saturday were kind of busy. Um, finished officially coming out. Um, the last move I had to make was on Facebook. And I did that and then got my ears pierced immediately after. So, yeah, some big steps there. Um, So this is Fan Sunday. I don't intend for this to be a regular thing. But there are a couple things to talk about that a lot of you had opinions on over Friday and Saturday. So... I wanted to get this out and let y'all have your say um, because there were some very strong feelings um, put out on a couple of Blue Jays pitchers. And I want to start with Ken Giles because Ken Giles, you know, We've been calling him an all-star basically all season. He's He's been absolutely dominant for the Blue Jays. And, you know, the question was whether or not he would get in as an injury replacement. Just considering, like, there are so many pitchers dropping out. Um, yeah, I I said when Liam Hendricks got named to the team that it was a travesty that Ken Giles hadn't been named to the team yet. And I it it got worse, honestly. But I wanted to go through some of your thoughts before we just detail how worse it got. Um again I I thought Ken Giles has been an all-star the entire time. He's only given up like four earned runs a season. Only two home runs. His his K BB ratio is insane. So um at one point he was one of only four pitchers to have a fielding independent pitching, uh, which is essentially ERA without like defense. But it was below one. And the only other guys who had, who had done that were like Soria and the garbage pitcher who was already going to the All-Star game for the Yankees. So it just made too much sense for Giles to go. So when Liam Hendricks was named as a replacement for Mike Miner, again, I didn't think it made sense. And a lot of y'all agreed. Um, word joke was thrown a- around a lot. Um, frequent contributor Matt Hall at Hollamaniac07 
total joke. Um, Alyssa Cohen at a Alyssa Cohen, such a joke. Again, I agree. Um, Chris at call me Chris three sixteen. There are so many deserving players. It sucks Giles isn't gone yet, but it is what it is. To me, Strowman should be pulled and Giles go in his place, then he can pitch. And that was a very popular sentiment that came up when I sent that. And it made a lot of sense. Strowman uh, was hurt. He, He wasn't pitching in this series against the Orioles. And it just made sense for, you know, if if Strowman was being pulled, then you had a ready replacement right there in Ken Giles. And, you know, you can argue that Liam Hendricks was deserving, as RJ Stacey 13 did. Um, when he said Liam has pitched more innings and has comparable and debatably better numbers besides K's and saves than Giles, doesn't think it's that bad at all. Honestly, it probably isn't. And I, again, I do like Liam Hendricks. I think he's, he's an all right guy. And even RJ, when we were talking, said that Strowman should be the odd odd man out of the three. That that makes sense. It made sense to a lot of people. Apparently, one of those people was not Alex Cora. So, yeah. The news came out um, yesterday that um, in addition to Felipe Vasquez and Brandon Woodruff being added to the rosters on the National League side, Stroman would come out and his replacement was not Ken Giles, as would have made a boatload of sense. No. What MLB and Alex Cora decided is, no, we need Masahiro Tanaka in the all-star game. The guy with the five and five record in a 386 ERA. The guy who, when he was told he was going to the all-star game was as shocked as everyone else. Cause there was no reason for Tanaka to be selected. It's not like the Yankees were hurting for, for representatives. Tanaka's their fifth player going to the all-star game. Six, if you include CeCe Sabacha, who's being invited for like the Dwayne Wade treatment and Dirk Nowitzki treatment at the All-Star game. And <laughs> it's foolish. It Like we're, we're gone past the joke stage now. We have gone into just flat ignorance. Like, like you... I know a lot of times we say there's an anti-Blue Jays bias from MLB, mostly on replays. And, you know, a lot of times it's just like, <laughs> uh, we're, we're overreacting. Like, there there's no way there's an anti-Blue Jays bias. But this is, this is pretty strong. Um, 
And I, I know, theoretically, once an initial All-Star is named to the team, there is no need to essentially keep that, you know, one player per team rule. But it still sucks, especially when there's a ready-made player who could step in immediately. Like, like Baltimore still has John Means going. If, if John Means got injured, is there another player deserving on Baltimore? No. No, there isn't. So, whatever. Detroit has Shane Green going. Is there another player on Detroit more deserving if Green got injured? No. No, there isn't. Miami got Sandy Alcantara in. And Sandy Alcantara is not deserving. But, you know, he's going there. So... Like, like in that, in those situations, fine. There's no re- ready-made replacement on the roster. But we, again, we have been saying for months that Ken Giles is pitching at an all-star level. And the fact that he was passed over for a mediocre Yankee starter. And I like Tanaka. I, I hate facing Tanaka. But he has not performed like an all-star this season. Last year, he did. This year, not even close. So, I mean, it it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I, I'm, I'm annoyed. I think that, you know, again, it was a really easy swap to make. And... MLB just didn't do it. And it's frustrating. And I don't know. I'm I probably wasn't gonna be in on the All-Star game anyway, but I mean this gives me even less reason to watch. No Blue Jays. So yeah, whatever. I'll watch the home run derby and hope Vlad just blows everyone away. That'll be my All-Star game festivities. Um, after this break, we will discuss a frequent topic of the podcast, um, who pitched against Baltimore on Friday and wasn't great, shockingly. Anyway, we'll discuss him in a sec, but just a reminder that if you want to follow the latest takes on NBA free agency to see what Toronto does with all that Kawhi money since he officially signed at like 3 a.m. my time on Saturday morning, which, you know, it's Kawhi. He was always going to move in the darkness. He's silent and deadly like that. But um, for the latest takes, follow all the Locked On Podcast Network hosts on one Twitter feed at LockedOnNBANet. It's a great way to get all the latest opinions from the local experts during this free agency time with the people that are left. So to, uh, give a follow to LockedOnNBA.net. Or no, not .net. LockedOnNBANet. It's not a website. It's a Twitter handle. Do it. 
You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. So, yeah, on Friday, I floated the possibility that uh, Ken Rosenthal actually brought up. And he said that Aaron Sanchez could still be optioned. And I thought that was a great idea to help him kind of get right. Um, he did do all right. Um, and <laughs> all right is the operative word. Um, against Baltimore on Friday. Five innings, two earned runs. Struck out five. Four walks, though. And the four walks were killer. Um, because you can you can give up that solo home run to Chris Davis. That's fine. But the walks really hurt later in that inning. Um, when, yeah, he walked... You walk the eight and the nine hitters back to back. Um, Rio Ruiz and Richie Martin. Richie Martin's batting like 170. There is absolutely no reason to be walking him. And yet Aaron Sanchez did. And then Jonathan VR hit an infield single that they couldn't get him out on. And the Orioles tacked on a run that was entirely avoidable. And then, you know, it... (sighs) There were a lot of problems for the Blue Jays in those first two Orioles games. We'll talk about them tomorrow um, when we get back into the swing of things. But, like, it was was not good. The stats were very complimentary to Aaron Sanchez. So, when Ken Rosenfeld floated out that he could be optioned on Saturday, um, not get to refuse it, and... That would actually delay his arbitration if they kept him down there for the rest of the season. I was all for it. I thought that made a lot of sense. So when I floated it out that, you know, Sanchez is getting um, basically marauded. That's a phrase I've been using. Um, yeah, uh, there was a lot of support for it. Um, uh, at the real tail 17, Sanchez can't find a consistent release point on his two seamer. I'd like to see him finish the year in the minors, just working on it. And that made a lot of sense. Um, again, just the way he's been, been off. I mean, it's, it's similar to Sean Reed Foley and Sean Reed Foley has come up and been a lot more solid since working on it in the minors and maybe a lot of the problems with Sanchez don't just seem to be physical anymore. They, they seem to be mental. They, we've, we've said this a lot this year. I feel like a broken record, just continuously saying it, but Sanchez is in his own head so much with these finger issues that you wonder if he can be effective over over a lengthy stretch. Um, Irene at Orchid2424 said, Aaron Sanchez needs a new finger, which, I mean, I'm sure there are, there are some fans that are willing to donate 
a new middle finger to Aaron Sanchez. Um, uh, Mark Emery at Mark Scott Emery. Sanchez stinks this year. Third disappointing year. He has got to go. There's simply no team that wants or needs his bad pitching, least of all the Blue Jays. He's not improving. He's consistently declining. Only the thought of Edwin Jackson on the mound scares me more. Which, um, I I respect Mark for what he does. And I I do have to agree that that again, like Sanchez just doesn't seem to have it. And I've raised the possibility that he could be more effective as an Andrew Miller type. Um, you know, a guy who comes in for two innings and just just as dominant like that, because that seems to be what Aaron can do. Um but yeah and looking at what the rotation would potentially be with Sanchez demoted, the Blue Jays can actually run out a decent rotation, at least for what they need this season. They go Stroman, Ryan Barucki, who's on the on the comeback trail, Trent Thornton, Clayton Richard, Sean Reed Foley, and then if Stroman is traded, which I have been adamant Again, freaking extend him or you if they do trade him, they better get like, you know, Chris Sale level haul, David Price level haul. That's that's what I'm expecting out of that. Um, Jacob Wagspacker, Thomas Pannone could both be bumped into the rotation. Even even later in the season, you can look at TJ Zyke, um, potentially bumping him up and giving him his first taste of MLB because I mean teams are doing that. Uh Houston uh, promoted Jose Urquidy, who started the season at, at double-A Corpus Christi. So it's not out of the realm of possibility for Zoic to go double-A, triple-A, MLB this season. Um, so the Blue Jays do have enough, enough for options that they don't have to keep Aaron Sanchez there. So the, the question is, is what can Aaron really do about that? Um, Bobby X at Casablanca Rick said, any other player would have been sent to the minors. The thing that frustrates me is he doesn't seem to be upset when he pitches poorly. It makes me wonder about his commitment. His stock has dropped so much. You probably can't trade him. Fortunately, he's still young. That That is it. And it does play into the mental aspect that we've been talking about that, it, it does seem to be primarily in Aaron's head at this point. So he has to be able to, you know, take whatever time he needs to just kind of, kind of relax and, and find what made him so successful in the first place. So I'm, I'm not sure how the Blue Jays want to play it the rest of the season. We'll see how they come out of the All-Star break with their rotation. So that that will be something to watch. And we will continue watching it here on the program. I want to thank all the people who contributed their opinions to these topics. It, it means a lot that you continue to interact and, and get your thoughts out. And I'm happy to amplify them as best I can. 
And if you ever want to get involved in one of these fan Friday episodes, they're, they're fan Fridays. I mean, today's Sunday, but whatever. Um, follow me on Twitter at neoac18. That's neoac18. Follow the podcast at Locked On Jays. Um, subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode because sometimes they drop on Sundays because real life and stuff. So, um, I'm I'm gonna end it there. I'm going sea kayaking, so I'm sure I will be in tip-top shape when talking to y'all tomorrow. So, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode, and y'all take care.